Hello guys, this is Kamara and Taylor B. And you are tuned in to Session 90. What is good? Welcome back. Y'all missed us or what? Hell no. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so today, <laughs> so today, we got a real, real good juicy topic today. The we'll topic about that everybody up. loves, relationships, situationships, all so talking stage, all that, all that bullshit. Dating, <laughs> uh, yes, everything. All that bullshit. So I guess we can just, um, I feel like we should mention, like how we just mentioned the dating and the situationships and the relationships and the talking stage. I feel like we should touch that right quick. Just right quick. give our little definition of what each of those stages are. Okay, so. And what stages you would prefer to go to in your personal dating life. I hate the talking stage. <laughs> it is a waste of time in my opinion like i literally i think the reason why i don't talk to many people and why i've only talked to like a select few people is because i literally dread to hate like i hate the talk stage i hate getting to know somebody over and over and over and over like it seems like the process is just not repeating so i hate the talking stage but i really don't think a talking stage is necessary like either you want to take me on a date or you don't yeah when you meet me so I feel like the talking stage is a bunch of bullshit. Um, and then dating. Dating is necessary to me. And it's funny because, oh, girl, I don't care on Twitter. She just retweeted my uh, tweet when she asked, what's the difference between dating and a relationship? And I said, um, dating is where you can date multiple people and get to know others. And while a relationship is, you're committed to one single person. So... The stage that I like to be in is I just want to go straight to dating. Like, I don't want to do the texting all day and you trying to figure out, like, nigga, take me on a fucking date. <laughs> it's not that hard. Yeah. And you don't have to take me, like, somewhere big. Special. Like, just show interest, please. But, yeah. yeah. So, I hate the <clears throat> talking stage as well. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's very childish. And it's just a way to loophole through yeah. not finding, not being fully committed to one person. Like, it's yeah. just a loophole to not be committed. Because it gives people the wiggle room to be like, oh, well, we not, yeah, you we know. Yeah, we not this and we not that. And that's why <laughs> that bun versus title shit, like. That, both or neither. Both me. are essential to a relationship, whether you agree or not. Like, you can't have a strong bun and then not give somebody the title. Yeah. Like that's Stupid. that's that's really selfish. That's very selfish to put someone through. Yeah, it's a waste of time. Yeah, it's selfish to put someone through that because they might you might be holding them back and you and you just being selfish because you don't want to commit to them fully and they probably want the commitment but because they love you, they're staying around. So that's why I don't like the talking stage cuz it's not a commitment. Yeah. And it's just it leaves too much wiggle room for problems to arise and for yeah. other people to get in and stuff like that. So, so I feel like it always, the talking stage always fails in my opinion. Yeah, always like, does. Or it lasts too long. <clears throat> yes, like. I you just, shouldn't have to be talking to nobody for seven months just to be like, yeah, you should be my girlfriend. Like, no. Max, I give you five to figure out. Mm, that's too long. Four, three. <laughs> three to figure out you want to be with me? Three. I'll give you five max, like, of dating. Not, And I'm not talking about, like, talking to me. I'm talking about, like, you're taking me out on some shit. And, like, I'll give you a max of five. Mm. A max. But, um... I say that with this. What I was trying to say, um... Damn. What was I about to say? Oh, so... 
like with the men in this generation, okay. <laughs> the men around our age, they always say how like they don't want to take someone out on a date if they don't know them. Well, sweetheart, That's what you have for. to learn to get to know somebody. Like you can't just automatically be like, no, I'm not gonna take them out because I don't know how they are. Let me hang out with them first at their house. Yeah, first. Like, like no, whoa. and do do not ask no girl that you are truly interested in. To come to her house or you come to her or she comes to your house, like, that's ghetto. <laughs> it's very ghetto. And it just shows, like, it, and it's lazy, too. And to me, well, I think for all women, when guys um, ask to come over to me, or really to all of us, that signals to us that, oh, he wants to fuck. Like, yeah. Like, I'm telling you, that's immediately what I go to, like, oh, this nigga want to fuck. Even if you yeah. don't want to, but that's just, that's just automatic no. because... And if you're going to invite me over, at least, like, make some dinner or something, don't or just something. Or invite me if over. If you want to invite me over, invite me over during the day and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for real. Yeah. But oh, and speaking of day versus night, don't be shooting your shot at somebody at past eleven p.m. Mm, shoot at me during the day. Yeah, shoot at me during the day or in person if you want to. Yes, but that's person, rare in person. So I mean, I understand. <laughs> Niggas be they be shy, they be scared, mm. they be shivering in their boots. But um, so why do you think our I wouldn't say our generation. Why people in general just crave to be in relationships? Um, I think, well, spiritually, I think it goes back to because we were created with love. So, like, mm-hmm. everybody wants love. And I just feel like as humans, and men and women, but especially women, we, I don't know, we have, we crave love. Like, I don't know why. Maybe because we didn't see it growing up or we didn't have it shown that much. Like, for me, like, I know, like, my grandparents or whatever love me, but they don't really show it. So mm-hmm. that could be a reason why I crave love. Or I just feel like it all goes back to childhood. Because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of black um, teens or adults, since we're adults now, crave adult because we didn't have it or shown growing up. So, mm-hmm. and shit relationships look fun <laughs> stupid ass <laughs> i just feel like everybody wants that one person they can be with they can go out with run errands with lay up at night and just have somebody there like it's a comfort thing i think mm-hmm. kind of so yeah. yeah so i agree we were made um when we're made from the man's rib and we were made to be a helper to the man so i definitely um i definitely understand why people create relationships but it should not be the the main type of love you crave like you should crave love from yourself love Mm -hmm. from your um from your god whether you believe in god or not you know love from your higher higher um spirit and you should be able to receive and give love to family and friends as well and Mm -hmm. We crave relationships. And all that is easier said than done. It, it, it exactly. really is. It really it's is. But easier said than done. You can't, you can't hop into relationships hoping to find something that only you can give yourself or only yeah. God can give you. So that's why I feel like it's important to be single. And when I say be single, I mean completely single. Like not really Thanks. talking to anyone or not being sexually involved with anyone. Like just being single. Mm-hmm. Working on yourself. Bettering yourself. Because so many of us say we want this perfect man or woman. We want a man who is humble and kind and Nobody's romantic. Perfect. Nobody's romantic. But if you can't show that to yourself and you can't, like, attract that type of... You can't attract what you want, then 
then you know that you have to fix something within yourself or you have to um mm-hmm. work on something within yourself and that's why I feel like But I feel like that's why people crave love because they feel like they're missing something. Yeah, and, and that's why I said you have to find that <clears throat> within yourself first. And I think when they're missing something, they go searching for it to somebody else. And that person yeah. ain't got that shit either. Yeah. So. And that's where that's where that cycle of so many failed relationships and mm-hmm. stuff happen. But, you know, just it's hard being single. It's boring as hell. Oh, it is but boring as fuck. you have to, like, it's a, it's a stage you have to go through. Yeah. It's, it is a stage. And. You have to really better yourself in your single life if you really want the type of relationship that you say that you want. And, like, me personally, like, <clears throat> I've been single for 20 years, and I used to wonder, like, well, now I, I've gotten older, but, like, I used to be like, damn, I've been single for so long. Why can't I, like, you know, like, but then when I really sit down and look at myself, like, especially high school me or early college me, oh, baby, <laughs> I see why I was... I just wasn't ready and mm-hmm. I think you really have to sit down sometimes and like really reflect on yourself and what am I trying to say just sit down and just think about the stuff you want to work on and stop thinking about like why can't I get in a relationship because enjoy it's just not now. your time enjoy the now yes enjoy the now even though like Kamara said being single is boring as hell yeah just and if it's so boring like you just have to find ways to entertain yourself mm-hmm. be around your friends be around your family just you know do things create a habit that's going to keep you occupied mm-hmm. and that's going to create something that you love so that you can attract the type of person that you want to be and with and when you're ready to talk to people go explore yeah that's all you so, gotta do yeah all right and then um i guess we can go into how social media kind of like puts a pressure puts a pressure on people wanting to be in a relationship so quick or a certain type of relationship um i would i would say that younger high school me did used to look at i would say i used to be easily influenced by social media when i was younger but now that i've gotten older i'm definitely not but yeah, I can see that. I used to see relationships on Twitter when I was in high school or whatever, and I used to, like, really crave it and used to, like, damn, like, I want this, I want that. Mm-hmm. I feel like social media definitely does influence people, whether it does now or whether it used to. I guess it's because uh, it's a I see it, I want it type of thing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's how I feel about it. Um, So for me, as far as social media and relationship goes, I feel like... um. But then it all. I feel like it's. <clears throat> I want to say it's so easy to see the good yeah. in a relationship rather than because nobody's gonna put their yeah. business out. And I mean, even if they do, then you know, still you wouldn't want to go through something like that. But you see, a I just feel like that. sometimes when people like post their relationship stuff on social media and stuff like that, like. Mm-hmm. It's cute and all. Yeah. Like Taylor, you say I was easily influenced. Like I was the when I was younger, I was like, oh yeah, my nigga got to post me in order for yeah, me to be I like. Yeah, I used to be like that too. Yeah, and it's just like after my relationship, like I quickly learned that like that that shit is not important, honestly. Because why does it matter what other people think about your relationship? And honestly, I feel like. Sometimes I really do feel like people just post their relationships on Twitter just for clout. 
Like, Facts. I really feel like that. So that's yeah. why I feel like. Not saying that every picture go viral for clout, but like. But like, <clears throat> come on now. We we see we see the type of people you are. You are. You see the type of person you are, and we see like what you talk about in order to get clout and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and I feel like those relationships won't last either. But facts, you know, very true. So, um, I would say like now as I'm older, I don't want to post pictures on Twitter with my significant other. I really mm-hmm. don't. Like, Snapchat is all that person going to get. Maybe Instagram if I'm feeling it. Like, I'm a very private person, so I don't... Besides on my... I mean, obviously my friends know me, but, like, all that posting shit and just people knowing, like, we in a relationship, like, I don't don't necessarily like that. Like, you see us, you see us. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So why do you think it's hard for us, well, for people in this generation to find a... Significant other? Yeah. A love one. Um. Okay, let's dive into this. Stupid ass. Stupid ass. Honestly, I feel like one the talking stage, like we said, the talking stage mm-hmm. always fucking fails. Like mm-hmm. it just, it just always fails. You think you're going somewhere with somebody, and the next thing you know, that nigga or that girl <laughs> falls off the fucking face <laughs> of the earth. <laughs> And you'd be like, okay, bitch, I was giving you good conversation. I was texting you back in a timely manner. Like, I showed you interest. So, mm-hmm. I think the talking stage is the reason why. Which is why I feel like the talking stage should have... Whoever the fuck invented this shit. I don't know why. Who? I don't, who? When did that become a thing? I feel like high school. Like, really? Yeah, like high school. middle school. Like, eighth grade to, like... Oh, yeah, we talked. High school, yeah. Oh, yeah, girl. I talked to him. We talked to him. Oh, oh yeah. I talked to him, too, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the kids messages me? used to be popping. Niggas <laughs> used to um excuse me, bitch. What you say? You talking about this one? Oh, uh, uh, oh God. But um, I also feel it fails because me. Okay, I feel like this goes for a lot of us, including me. I lose interest very fast unless like I really, really like you. Like I get, I don't know. Because, one, I don't like texting like that. And I feel like that goes for a lot of us. We don't like texting. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what we all do nowadays. Mm-hmm. Whether you're in the same city or you're in another city. Um, yeah, I just feel like interest. I feel like there's so many options. Mm-hmm. And it, and that's where social media comes to play. It's just so many people on social media that's mm-hmm. close. And, and especially niggas, they be like, oh, yeah, she, let me, let me go hop in them dance real quick. And I feel like that's why niggas lose interest a lot because they see a lot of girls on social media and it's just so easy to just be like and just shoot they damn shot whether they, you know, they send them them fucking basketball (laughs) memes and shit. That's what, um, that's what Wale had said on Red Table Talk. Yeah, he did. Um, it's like a buffet, like, oh, I don't want this no more. So let me go get this. Let me go try this. Which is sad. But I mean, I mean. Mm, I don't know. <clears throat> so the reason why I feel like it's a challenge to find a genuine significant other is because like we're selfish. We're very selfish in what we want, and a lot mm-hmm. of us don't know how to communicate. A lot of us don't know what love looks like because our parents. Some I, some of our parents. I guarantee eighty percent to ninety percent of the black community don't know what love looks like. Yeah, like that don't ass. know what genuine love looks like. I don't. So same. So I got my my image of love through movies and TV same. shows and social media and stuff like that. So that's why I feel like it's maybe harder because we put a lot of expectations on things. Yeah. 
And that's why I say we're selfish because we see we what we expect. Want. We yeah, we expect our <clears throat> partner to read our mind and do what we, what we always ask, but in reality, like it doesn't work like that. So like. I feel like a lot of people are just selfish and they don't know how to give and take when it comes to a relationship. They don't Very know how true. to balance, communicate. They don't know how to be honest and transparent. You know, it's it's just so many things that goes into why a lot of relationships fail. Or why just trying to get to know somebody or get into a relationship with somebody fails. Yeah. And let's be honest. I feel like people dead ass be playing games. Like, let's be 100% honest. What people be. Mean? What you mean? People be playing games. I mean, but that's. I want. I don't want to say that's a given, but that's like, yeah, people play games. So what? That's why you on to the next one. <laughs> yeah, but every time you on to the next one, you ain't gonna never get on to one. What you mean? Like, I feel like it's hard to um. What's the topic? It's why is it hard to get in a relationship? Because people be playing. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, you know what I mean when I say people playing games. Like, they'll show you interest. And then, like, I'm I'm trying to figure out how to describe it. Like, they'll show you interest. But they have other people on there. Yeah. Or, like, they feeding you lies. That's what dating is, in a way. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really... the So, the thing is, though, like I always say, it's always communication. If you're going to talk to someone and talk to other people or date someone and date other people, you have to communicate that to all the people that you're talking to. Like, you can't... But people don't do that. And I know, and that's why I said, that's why relationships fail, because <clears throat> communication. People don't know how to communicate what they want, and a lot of people like to have their cake and eat it, too. I like I said, say it. selfish. No, that's what I was just going to say. People don't even want to, because they just want to keep every single person they have mm-hmm. on their line, so they don't even want to. They want to be sneaky and lie and yeah. just do dumb shit. Commitment issues. So I see it? a lot of commitment issues and a lot of, and a lot of this. Commitment, commitment trust, yeah, definitely trust, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I feel like if you really want the relationship that you want, you're gonna have to let go of all of that baggage because you will probably miss out on the person that you're supposed to be with just because you can't let go of some shit that happened in the past. True. So, it's best to just. Let that shit be in the past. Work on yourself. And open yourself up to... Easier said than done. I mean, yeah. It takes time. Yeah. But it's better than you just dealing with the same type of relationships over and over again. Like, it's way better than that. Mm. So. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) So, um... What do you think makes a solid relationship? There's a lot of things that make a solid relationship. Name three top things. Communication, and not just communication, understanding what the person is trying to say. Because I feel like a lot of times, um, things that I say or somebody that I may be talking to, we misread it or misconstrued it into Mm -hmm. however you want to take it. Like, oh, this nigga trying to, trying to one-up on me. Or like, you know, like stuff like that so not only just communication but understanding that person and what they're trying to say mm-hmm. is that technically two i mean that's one okay that's, that's, that's <clears throat> two <laughs> i'm trying to think two trust for sure because i feel like a lot of us have trust issues whether we know it or not they can be small or they can be big mm-hmm. um so trust is a big one 
Um, and third, damn, it's just so many to choose from. Honesty, I'll just go with honesty. Just be honest. So, mine would be communication and comprehension. So, really comprehension because you have to be able to understand and talk about how you feel and stuff yeah. like that. I feel like uh-huh. as women, we do. What? We twist things to manipulate. I mean, I feel like both genders manipulate. We just manipulate in different ways. We manipulate on the emotional level. Yeah, like... They manipulate mm -hmm. on like a... I don't know how to describe because me and... They just... (laughs) They just fucking manipulative. (laughs) JK, JK. No, not JK, not JK. Anyways, my second one would be uh, having an open mind, open-mindedness. Just because... Things aren't <clears throat> things aren't liable to stay the same in your relationship. Like you should always be open to change and open to new ideas from your partner or just from the environment around y'all. Like you should always be open minded to your partner and how they may change, how you may change, and etc. And then for my third one, I would say transparency. Because, I was thinking that. Um, but I feel like honesty and transparency is kind of Kind of hand in hand. But um, transparency, because, like, you have to be able to be honest to your partner without them having to, like, beat it out of you. I feel like you have to be open yeah. to be transparent. So, to be transparent, you have to be... Um, you have to be able to tell your partner the truth and be honest <clears throat> with them without them even having to ask you. Like, mm-hmm. it should be... Like, y'all should feel that emotionally intimate with each other in order to in order to really feel connected. Because mm-hmm. so many... Ooh, this is a good one. Okay, so so many people think intimacy is just like a physical aspect. Oh, yeah. It's really an emotional. I feel like once you get that emotional intimacy with someone, then, like, you got them for real. Because that's a different... That's different type of... That's a different type of feeling. feeling. Yeah. And it's like the physical intimacy is so easy to get. So I feel Very. like that doesn't really hold. I mean, it holds value, of course, but it doesn't hold as much value as emotional intimacy would. Mm-hmm. And when I say emotional intimacy, I mean being able to like talk to them about absolutely anything under the sun, being able to trust them with your conversation, um, being able to cry to them about stuff, like just different things that you wouldn't necessarily do in front of other people. Like, mm-hmm. just being that free with the person that you love. So, I feel like that's very important I in a relationship. Like transparency is going to be the one thing I'm definitely going to struggle with <clears throat> when I get in a relationship. Because, I mean, you know me. I bottle up how I feel a lot of times. And, mm-hmm. like, it's, and it's like I'll be going through hella emotions and that person will not even know because I won't even like say it because I Uh expect you to kind of like know which niggas aren't dumb they know when they mess up but you have to communicate but you do have to communicate but I also feel like guys play the dumb card sometimes and so do girls to avoid certain arguments Mm -hmm. they'll play the dumb card be like why are you mad what did I do like Uh You just did something 24 hours ago and you don't think you don't know why I'm upset like mm-hmm. come on now so I would say to combat that I would say that you should work on doing that with your friends 
and with your family. Just start being honest with them, being transparent with them because I wouldn't, well, yeah, do it with yourself too. Just talk in the mirror to yourself and just be like, <coughs> yeah, I'm, I can do that. That's what I'm saying. But, so, but now you got to learn to do it to other people so that you can feel somewhat prepared when you do get in a romantic relationship. Girl, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, Miss Tay Tay, when was your first heartbreak or your first getting played moment? Getting played and heartbreak are two different things to me. Mm. Yeah, because I can get played, but like, and I'll be hurt, but like, I'm like heartbreak, heartbreak, like that's something that's like. Boom, like that hole is like a hitter, a one-two hitter. <laughs> a one-two hitter quitter. And the hole linger. <laughs> the hole be walking around with a nigga on their heart. Yeah. And you be everything. <laughs> you be at work. God damn. Nigga, bro. Niggas <laughs> be at work. Hurt be trying to help people. Yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Niggas be trying to act normal with their friends. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Okay, so, okay, I played in Heartbreak. First time I got played, girl, hell. Uh, (laughs) 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 Shit. (sighs) Nigga, let's go go back to them them peewee days, girl. Oh, no. Like, that's hard because, girl, it done been so many niggas that I done. Let me just take a guess. First time I got played. Um, shit, Cam. Damn, nigga. Because <laughs> I, I would say it was somebody. Yeah, I'm going to say it was somebody on the football team. You know? <laughs> 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 you know? Did you know who, bitch? It's funny because we don't know exactly who I'm talking about. Uh, I would say it was somebody on the football team. This I was think. high school, by the way. Not, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, ooh, let me let me be specific. Yes, this was in high school. Just because that's as far as my memory can go right now. It may have been somebody. No, I don't think it was anybody before him. Yeah, he was definitely the first one. And should I have to explain the situation or just? I mean, just how did you feel about it? <sighs> bitch, a, a girl was hurt. Niggas was in the room just. <laughs> Part two, I do. Nigga was just on the bed, just like I ain't y'all. I really ain't know what to do with myself. I just like that was my first major L, and yeah, I just felt sad and just like damn, like this nigga really just played me like a fiddle. Like (laughs) (laughs) this nigga just really played me. Like this really played me like that. We do not play with it. So, I guess you could say that's the first time I got played by a football player. And if anybody from DeSoto knows me and listens to this, they know exactly who I'm talking about. Um, a heartbreak? Ooh. I feel like... Okay, <clears throat> so... <laughs> for me... I have a heartbreak, but I don't really just want to like this. My first heartbreak was... Um, oh, yeah? I want to say... I mean, that nigga was my boyfriend, but at the same time, like, it was some middle school shit, so. Yeah. But it kind of led into high school a little bit. Oh, this is something. This is not who Uh I think you're talking about? Uh Oh, this is. Oh, yeah. This is my first boyfriend. Um, 
But okay, so I yeah. Have a question: yeah. What do you consider heartbreak? Like, like boohoo crying, like don't know what the fuck to do, like praying to God. <laughs> like that's heartbreak. Bitch. That is heartbreak. Right okay, there. so that's what you were doing with this boy in middle school. Mm-hmm. Because like, um, I got bitch. I got played like a fiddle, like a. <laughs> I got fucking played. So we was we were dating for like mm-hmm. damn near a year. And he just, he kept breaking up with me on and off. And, like, he would just play this mind game with me, like, making it seem like I'm the problem. Who is this? You don't know him. This uh, is in Houston. Oh, uh, okay. I was like, bitch, who is this? <laughs> no, but he was, like, he was just playing mind games with me. He would, like, he was just, he was manipulative. So, he broke up with me one time. And that I think that was the last like that was the breakup. Like that was the breakup. The breakup. And you know, bitches be trying to act hard. I ain't never gonna cry for no <laughs> nigga. Oh God, <laughs> Fuck these niggas. Hold on, I gotta go. <laughs> Fuck these niggas. I ain't never crying over no nigga, bitch. I boohoo praying to God cried to the, about that boy. Damn. And like, I don't. I really don't remember how long it took me to get over that. But I know it took me a minute because that was around the same time when my grandma died. I moved to Dallas. So it was just like a whole, uh, I was just spiraling. So <laughs> it was, I was just going through it. Like I, 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 I didn't know. But so yeah, after that breakup, I feel like I probably was talking to other people, but it was just like, mm-hmm. uh, nigga, <laughs> you just here for entertainment purposes. Mm-hmm. But, um, so yeah. And then after that, my first heartbreak right there, I was like on this hard bitch. I don't need no nigga type of mindset. I can never do that mindset. Girl, I, I was on tried. it. I was on it. I'm not built like that. I was on it. For I sure. T- I was on that whole hard. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to play these niggas. So I, I had me a little roster. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I had a good little roster. And it was this one boy that I was talking to. And he was, he was like asking me to be his girlfriend. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Bitch. No, because at that point I was in Dallas and he was in Houston, so I was for sure like no. And like I like that tweet I said, if he from Houston, he belongs to the streets. Street. <laughs> that that had me crying. I was in my room. I said, ah! <laughs> but no, like for real, that nigga too tried to play me like a fiddle. But that's why I didn't make that nigga cuff me because of that exact reason. Mm. And he had a baby on me, so Ooh. boom. Boom, bam. Oh, I do remember you telling me something like that. Boom, bam. Okay. I was going to play stepmama for a little minute, but mm-hmm. I said, Err. Okay, well, back to the time I got played. Let me be more transparent about what happened. Maybe it'll make y'all laugh. Stupid ass. But, um, so, basically what happened was he had a, he had a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> That's strike number one. <laughs> the bitches in high school was ignoring all the signs because they wanted to talk I'll to somebody. Them. I, I, I used to be man. like, I'll take your man. I'll take her man. I used to, like, y'all, I used to be saying, oh, yeah, I'll take her man. Her man fuck with me. Like, just some dumb shit. <laughs> some trifling shit. Some trifling <laughs> shit. And I learned my lesson. But, like, I used to, we used to talk all day, every day. Like, meet up at school, you know, some kids shit in the hallways. Come out of class. I'm like, come on, come meet me outside of class. Say you going to the bathroom or something. <laughs> they used to be like, okay, I'll meet you. Um, this was my junior, and mind y'all, he was a sophomore, like, so I got played by a fiddle by somebody that was younger than me. That's, oh, bitch, that was, that was a, that was a fat-ass L, and, like, the whole time we were talking, 
I knew he was with this girl. I used to see them all the time together in the hallway kissing shit. I just used to be standing there like. (laughs) (laughs) Break up with your girlfriend. Because I'm bored. And then um, I remember the first time we kissed. I remember all that. And then what happened? Oh, and I was a trainer, by the way. So I was always like on the football field with them and him. And so that kind of like made our bond even more like. Like, for real, we was, we was, <laughs> so one day, I remember he broke up with his girlfriend, I don't think I ever told you this, but yeah, he broke up with his girlfriend, and he was like, basically, he asked me to be his girlfriend, mm-hmm. like, and my sister was like, you dumb bitch, if you do that, you so freaking dumb, <laughs> like, he just broke up with his girlfriend, I was just looking at her like, I'm gonna do what I want to do, and then, <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> they could probably with me like a day or two later. Like I need to figure things out. I don't. I. I mean, I broke her heart. I just. I was just. I was just on the through the phone like. <laughs> so. Oh, and that was wow. around Christmas time too. Damn. Yeah, and then so after that, I went through my. I hate this nigga phase. I fucking hate him. I <laughs> uh, like. I'm. Ooh. But we're cool now. Yeah, we're cool now. But then. My heartbreak. I would say my first heartbreak. You wouldn't consider it that? No, I really don't because I didn't cry over him. Like, I was hurt, but I wasn't like, I wasn't (laughs) on my knees praying and just crying. Like, I wasn't like, don't get me wrong, it hurt, but heartbreak, no. I think my first heartbreak was recent, and I think you know what I'm talking about. I think that's my first heartbreak because... I ain't never felt no shit like that in my life. So, yeah. I would say that was my first heartbreak. Okay. So. <laughs> 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 You're not going to talk. You can't talk about that one. You can't talk about that sorry, one. Sorry, sorry. Okay. About that okay one. So, after all of that, what have you learned and what you won't tolerate at this point from a from a man? <laughs> what have I learned? Because I'm still learning. I mean, yeah, we always don't learn, but because so far, what have, you, what have you learned and what have you picked up and what what, what won't you tolerate? I mean, like, what I've learned over the years. Because um, it's stuff I'm still trying to learn right now because, like I said, I just experienced my first heartbreak. So, like, one thing that I'm trying to do... Okay, one thing that I've learned is to stop being so, how can I say it, not open, but like so easily, like you told me, uh, stop being so easily accessed to like, yeah, like you may want to talk to this guy, you may want to be the only person that he's talking to, but like... When a nigga shows you who he is, you believe it. Believe it. And that's a fact. Um. Like, and I know, ladies, it's hard. Like, no matter how much he says, I like you, I, I fuck with you. Because, you know, niggas love that. I, I really fuck with you, Lana. Like, no matter what he says, if his actions aren't aligning that with that. That shit is ghetto, guys. Yeah, that shit is very ghetto. <laughs> Please stop saying you fuck with me. <laughs> Please. It really, uh, <laughs> it triggers me. Um... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so if it's like, he can say that all he want, but if his actions aren't aligning with it, you just got to believe it and just 
stop when he's saying, oh, come over. Lady, stop. Yeah. Stop. That's one thing I have to learn. Um, what else have I learned? I don't know. I've, I'm trying to... I learned to forgive and stop being, like, so... Like I said, when I was going through the fuck my niggas, fuck that nigga mm-hmm. stage. Like, I mean, we do still go through that stage, but I feel like I'll get out of that stage a lot easier now because I've learned to forgive easy. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying it's easy. It's still some days where I'll be like, damn, like, because you go through your stages like, I hate this nigga or, oh, I miss this nigga. And then you just, oh, I forgive him. So I've learned to forgive more. I don't know. It's a lot of things I learned that I can't even think. So we're going to pass it on to you while I think about what I've learned. Okay. So for me, I have learned to not try to play the little hard bitch role. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I know why I did that because I was hurt. But, like, yeah. it was fun. It was fun doing that. But, like, I just I don't like repeating the same cycles. And I don't like I just don't like feeling the same way about different niggas you know yeah that hurt and that heart really i mean that hurt and that heart that hurt will really take a toll on you if you let it like that shit will weigh you down yeah so i learned to like just continue to be the loving and nurturing person that i am um and like Taylor said to be more forgiving Mm -hmm. and one thing i've also learned is just to just to um not be afraid not be afraid to say what you want. Don't be afraid of that because that's one thing I need to um, do. If you know specifically what you want and he cannot give it to you, cut him off. No matter how much you like him, like cut yeah. him off because if he really likes you too, he would he wouldn't find an excuse to be like, oh no, I can't, I can't do that. But like yeah. no, so you have to find somebody who will genuinely like want to go through life with you basically like you mm-hmm. genuinely have to find someone who will who will support you and who will show mm-hmm. that they care about you regardless yeah. of what you do now i'm not saying go do some crazy shit but like <laughs> you know just you know do what you do but just yeah just be patient and let the right man find his way that. to you patience because so many times we just see a nigga that's fine we're like oh yeah i want him <laughs> I want me to yeah. him. And that's where love and lust comes into play to me. Because. <laughs> yeah. Child. Love and lust. <sighs> okay. On that subject, love and lust. For. Okay. I have personally never been in love. I have really, really, really liked a, f- a few guys in my life. Uh-huh. And I think I can. And then lust, I've definitely lusted before. Like, oh, that's a fact. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the times I get confused between really liking somebody and lust. Because what well, we went through the beginning of this semester, mm-hmm. and I think that whole thing was really just a lust. And I, I see you, and I just want you. Because mm-hmm. when I think about it, I didn't know him like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it was me just being infatuated because... Mm-hmm. I don't know, I was just infatuated and I like I had my lust blinders on when mm-hmm. I saw this person. So I think that a lot of times we can't really differentiate between love or liking or really like somebody in lust because sometimes we equate our physical feelings and mm-hmm. how we feel down there mm-hmm. <laughs> with mm-hmm. us liking somebody and that's not true. Yeah. So <clears throat> 
Um, one way you can distinct love and lust is that love it takes love is gradual, so it takes time to genuinely learn to love someone, mm-hmm. and then lust is more like a sudden, like it's quick, like it's there, like you know for sure, like I want to have sex with you, <laughs> like that's but what, I don't know if I like you. <laughs> yeah, that's what lust is. So I feel like if it's to a point. <laughs> Where? To where I feel so when I'm with that person that I may like or whatever, and like all I think about is like kissing yes. them and hugging them, like and being all on them, like that's that's less to me. Okay, but at the same time, like I feel like we can't ignore the fact that it's natural to think that way. Like you get yeah. what I'm saying? Like it is natural, <clears throat> but like I'm saying like. I feel like it's hard between people because they feel like it's natural. Damn, my nose getting stuffed up. They think it's natural to just, yeah, I want to have sex. Oop. They think it's natural to just be like, to feel that way. Like, okay, I really want to have sex with somebody. It must mean I really like them. Or mm-hmm. I always want to be under this person. It must mean like I really like them. Yeah. And you are supposed to feel that way. But I do agree with you. You are supposed to feel that way. But it's to a certain degree. Like, if 24-7... That's all you want to do with that person. That's and you can't you can even picture yourself going on dates with this yeah, person or nothing. Can't talk to them about stuff like that's lust. That's for sure lust. Mm-hmm. And when I say talk to somebody, like I'm not talking about what's your favorite color, <laughs> what you like to do. I'm talking about some deep, like getting to know who they really are yeah. within that conversation. Or I feel like shit. Or I feel like um. Not even just deep, or sometimes, like, if y'all just simply around each other and y'all can, like, just chill, be chill and, like, goof around be and, like, yourself. play around. Like, I'm not saying, like, 24-7, you got to be, oh, yeah, I think, like, mm-hmm. no. Like, yeah, it, could be, yeah. it could be simple shit, just as, like, y'all goofing around or, like, y'all just feed off each other energy and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, since we talked about love and lust, um, I feel like... This is just my personal opinion, guys. What's your personal opinion? <laughs> so, we're, we're adding sex into, <clears throat> like, any type of relationship. I feel like that's where it brings a lot of gray area into the relationship. It brings a lot of uncertainties, a lot of overstepping boundaries and stuff like that. Um, because, look, I love sex. I'm all for sex. I love it. Well, who gets yeah, sex is great. To you, but <laughs> but girl, quit the cap, quit the cap. Anyways, to you, anyways, I feel like okay. So now I'm celibate right now. So I'm Woo! waiting. <laughs> that bitch is crazy. No, I am waiting for me to be married in order for me to have sex again. Because I feel like adding sex just. Not even in a relationship, just having casual sex, it brings so much gray area into the into mm. the situation. Because I know me, if I'm having sex with somebody, like I like them, you know, Facts. like I I have to genuinely like you in order for me to, to have sex yep. with you. Like I I'm not a casual sex type of person. Like I can't just be like, oh yeah, you come here, <laughs> let's yeah. go. Like I can't do that. And so, <sighs> okay. And so that's why I'm waiting for that, for 
me to get married or to have sex again because I know how I can get once I have sex consistently. Like, that shit is addicting. So, <laughs> so it's like you just put yourself through That's more cycle. shit than you have to just because you added sex to y'all's relationship. And so... And I feel like that's why a lot of people stay in toxic relationships because of the sex. Duh. And people don't want to add on an extra body. Yeah. So they, they just stay. Keep fucking on that yeah, one they person. Keep stay having sex with that one person and just, it, it spirals. <laughs> so, and personally, that has happened to me, you know. Happens to all of us. Yeah, happens to all of us. But like, you just have to, if you don't have sex in a relationship before marriage or whatever, um, just make sure just make sure you don't rush into it make sure that this is somebody i mean if the possibility happens of like a slip of a pregnancy or something like <laughs> make sure this is a person this is a person that you can trust yeah i, I would say have sex with someone you can trust mm. so yeah i can see to add on to that um well i'm not celibate but Oh, just be a, I'm opposite from Miss Kimmy B because that's a big step. But <clears throat> sex definitely brings a lot of extra emotions, attachment, mm-hmm. and all that extra shit once you do it. And in all honesty, okay, if you could take back um, the first person you had sex with, like, would you take it back? Like, would you, would oh, you definitely. wish you would have kept your virginity? Is what I'm trying yes, to ask. For sure. Yes. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Oh, because I okay, I know who, but okay. No, but it's not because of that. It's I know. Just I'm just because, saying. I have to think. Do I? Yeah. It's just because like, it it would have saved some, it would have saved so much drama, it would have saved some time and stuff like that. But it happened, so fuck it. So you would take it back. Mm-hmm. I would want to be a one hundred percent virgin. Would you? Um. See, for me, I waited so long. For people that don't know me, I waited so long. <sighs> to me, I was just thinking about this the other day. It's a yes and a no. Yes, I wish I could take it back because we both know, like, it put me in a situation I had no business being in. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> it brought a lot of uh, emotional turmoil, tor- however you said it was. Turmoil. Yeah, turmoil to me. Like, it it just did a lot. It just brought too much baggage that, that really Yeah, it made me sad. It made me cry. Mm-hmm. It made me mad. It made me upset. And, like, I've still going through the process but I'm getting through it and stuff like that so it brought a lot to it mm-hmm. so yes in that case but then <clears throat> no because um I really cared for the person and I didn't do it mm-hmm. just to do it mm-hmm. so yeah yes and no but I'm probably leaning more towards yes than no because it was it was it, it just wasn't worth it yeah it really wasn't. I mean, I wouldn't say I regret it. I went, yeah. But if I could, if I could go back and not do it, I wouldn't do it because, <clears throat> like I said, it, it would just save so much. Yeah, <laughs> it would save so much, and so. And like you said, fuck it. Like it is what it yeah, is. It is what it is at this point. I I don't regret it, but 
damn nigga should have kept going. <laughs> you live and you learn. You live and you learn. But so why do you think people um feel like it's necessary, like absolutely necessary to have sex in a relationship just to be able to like be happy in their relationship? And I mean and I'm not talking about like a marriage, I'm talking about like a like a relationship, like a regular I just feel like why is having sex so normal when we know we're not supposed to? Um, Social media, the I media. wouldn't even. I wouldn't even. I would just say, damn, that's a great question. I feel like, for me personally, um, I feel like we, like I said, physical physical intimacy is so easy to get. So I feel like that's the that's the way where we always lean towards when we meet someone new is like the physical aspect like oh i want to kiss them no let's start our first oh i want to hug them oh now i want to kiss them oh now i want to lay with them now i want to cuddle with them i'm trying to fuck now (laughs) i'm trying to fuck now i want to have sex with them so i feel like physical gratification is always the easiest thing to get in a relationship rather than emotional and that's why i feel like people think it's so important because it's so easy to get I don't I can't really put into words because like and people so many people also say like a lot of our guy friends Oh, we ain't gonna say no names, but I I I gotta You know exactly exactly who popped up in my head. But that nigga stresses me out (laughs) If you listen to this, you know who you are. Like they feel like you have to test drive a car in order to see if it if it's good or not, and it's just like we don't know how to wait. We don't know how to. We don't know how to be patient. And sex don't even be that good when you first. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm sad. No, I'm but, sad. Not, and it's not good, but like it's not niggas worth. act like they know what the fuck they doing with you on the first time. Oh. Like it take it takes time, so you act like you just yeah. out here like. Yeah, Come on now, that's true. but that's what that's, <laughs> that's for another episode. <laughs> that's for a whole another episode. I feel like I mean yeah, physical is easy to get, and I feel like I feel like sex is so normalized because nobody really talks about it. Like you get what I'm trying to say. Like I can't explain it. I just feel like. It's just always been normalized. Like even when we were told not to do it, and you read the Bible, and mm-hmm. you, and I feel like you know what? I feel like people see it as I'm already sinning, so this is just another mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Because God is gonna forgive me, and mm-hmm. you know, which is true, but because all sins are equal, so I feel like that's probably another reason why people may have sex because. Oh, all God. sins are equal, and God will forgive me, and I'm already sinning. I, you know, just that type of stuff. So, and I don't know, shit. And it's it's whether we want to say it or not, it feel good, which is why people do it. So, yeah. I mean, I feel like um, <clears throat> adding, continuing to like be sexually active, knowing that you. Knowing that you want a specific relationship, it's kind of like, it's kind of like adding more fuel to your fire, because you know you don't want this cycle continuing the failed relationships. You don't want the situationships no more, but you continue doing the same things 
it's kind of like you putting yourself in your own misery. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like if you know you want change, you have to change for yourself and you have to create some boundaries for yourself, like not going to that person's house after specific 12, time. 11, yeah. 1 a.m. Um, trying to, like, talking sexually. Sometimes that conversation could actually lead to action. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kissing, you know, kissing can lead to some shit. So just, you know, look, look pet. That little peck turn into yeah. that tongue going. <laughs> that tongue. Hey. But, yeah, just like if you know you tired of situationships, but you just feel like you just can't let sex go, then shit. Like, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you, but. No, we're not saying just go. Well, no, I ain't saying just. Because. Don't be celibate. <laughs> because it's different paths for different people. Yeah. And I just say when it comes to sex, just. Make sure somebody, like you said earlier, you trust. And I feel like where it goes wrong is people not on the same page yeah. when they have sex. Like, mm-hmm. like nine times out of ten, <laughs> the guy may be thinking, like, oh, it was just sex. Like, mm-hmm. And then and the girl to the like, girl. This is something. <laughs> facts, it, it becomes very emotional to women. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes something else because, I'm, I'm not saying this is not for all women, but having sex for us means something yeah and it's not as casual as it may be for men i feel like we take it as like a commitment still like a step to commitment whether we want to admit it or not yeah we do so so that's why i feel like that. i mean that's why i feel like sex is at this point though i feel like sex is a commitment because it is anything could happen you could slip a week and i can be pregnant then what nigga (laughs) you gonna dip (laughs) like and shit even catching that std or something like that too Mm -hmm. like it's it's serious consequences to having sex. If y'all are having raw sex. Yeah, if you having raw sex. Raw sex. Um, <clears throat> but condoms can slip up too. Yeah. So that's why I just took the easy route. <laughs> I'm just gonna be so. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. So <laughs> <laughs> no, what I want to do. But yeah, just as long as you having sex, be be careful. Be safe. Be safe. Be smart. Try to be patient. Try to wait out more longer than you usually would see but then I, I, this this turned into a sex conversation but i also feel like women feel like they kind of have to because the, the man, man won't stay yeah. around like i feel like to men they have like a whether they want to admit it or not they have like a time that okay like mm-hmm. this bitch don't give me this pussy yeah. y'all finna dip like <laughs> yeah. y'all finna dip yeah so i feel like that's another reason why we do it maybe not all of us but yeah. you know you hate to see it you hate to see it but it's true yep it's very true, <laughs> very true. So, finally, I guess we can talk about marriage being the end goal for some people and not and it not being for other people. It really amazes me. I haven't heard it out of anybody's mouth, personally, but, like, when you hear celebrities or some say, I don't never want to get married, like, it amazes me because, to me, in my eyes, who doesn't want to be married? Who doesn't want to settle down and be with one person for the rest of their life and you know do all that yada 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 vacations all that Mm -hmm. for me marriage definitely is an end goal like I feel like as women we run on a clock Mm -hmm. like we want shit done like it was one point in my life where I was like if I'm not married by like 28 I'm fucking dying (laughs) like I'm fucking useless at this point (laughs) 
that's I feel like that's how a lot of us think though. Yeah, and I still do have I still do want to be married, you know, by a certain time. But I mean, when it happens, it happens. Yeah. But yeah, marriage is definitely an end goal. Like I'm not trying to be out here bopping and thotting till I'm like <laughs> fucking fifty and sixty out here. <laughs> and when I go to bed and like niggas is laying down popping <laughs> their pills by themselves and shit. Like no, I refuse. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like people don't want to be married. They just have commitment issues. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what it is. They have commitment issues that they never got over. They got trust issues Mm -hmm. they never got over. And I don't know. They don't believe in love, whatever the fuck that means. Mm -hmm. Like, just stuff like that. Yeah. So, I also want to be married. Period, poop. I want to be married mostly. (laughs) I want to be married mostly because I'm a very family-oriented person. Yeah. And I want to have my own little family. I want to be able to experience the type of family I never had. that I never had. Facts. So I want to be able to give that to my children. I want to be able to give that to my husband and him give that to me. And blah, blah, blah. It's crazy because a lot of us didn't grow up. With like that, that family, two, that yeah. two household with a dog and a picket <laughs> fence and shit, and I feel like that's what we all crave because yeah. we never had it. Yeah, so that's really one of the main reasons why I want to be married is because of family, and just because it looks like a fun it, life. It looks, yeah, it looks fun. It's beautiful. Like, yeah, it's love is very beautiful when it's done correctly. So. I know I want to experience it. I know that I will experience Period. the love we that will. I've been praying for. And, um, you know, that's why that's why I've been single for eight, <coughs> nine months. Well, since January. And it has been boring. It has been long. But Imagine my life. I mean, <laughs> Imagine I, but you've talked life. to people. It's not like you've just yeah. been... But nobody. I but I do be going through my phases like a year, eight, nine months. I don't be talking to nobody. Like yeah. I just be chilling. Yeah. So that's why I feel like I'm I'm going through right now. I'm just chilling. Um, because I I wouldn't say I don't know what I want, but at the same time I don't know what I want because like I don't want no fling right now. Like at this point, <laughs> no. Like, I need to hop straight into a marriage. Like I just need somebody to come and propose to me at this point because I'm tired. <laughs> but like, at this point, if you don't want to date me, yeah, I don't. I or don't, take me out. Yeah, I don't want fling. At this point, I don't want you. Like for real, I, I don't. don't. We keep that. I don't want uh, friends with benefits. I don't want that. I don't, I don't want, want none, of none of that. I want the. I want the whole thing and whole things only. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, so, period. So, any man is a citizen. Me and Kat, if y'all. <laughs> me and Tay Tay are single. As a Pringle. And you just heard this whole podcast, so don't come. Don't come on no bullshit. Period. Don't be asking me, boo, what you doing? Can you come over? No. Take me out. If Take you are not out. trying to fucking wine and dine me, I don't want to hear it, bitch. <laughs> Take me out. Take me out. Take me out. If you are not trying to cut me up and do relationship things, do not talk to me. Okay? Yeah. And if you're a bun, 
if you're a bun over tighter type of nigga, don't even look my way. <laughs> don't even give me eye contact. Look at my shoulder, nigga. Don't even look at don't me. Don't even look my way. Don't you even look at me. Because you are the devil. <laughs> you are the title. You are the definition of a situationship. Like, leave me alone. But I believe that is all we have. That we have to ramble about. Because, um, you know, these relationships, they... We could go on and on and we, on. We really, we really could. We really could. Really could it down because <laughs> we might get out this whole and hop on some shit. So, bitch. <laughs> but, shit. Y'all know the socials. Um, follow our main talk show page, which is at Session 90. No, right? at 90 underscore talk. Oh, at 90 underscore talk. So, follow that. And then. Um, shit, y'all know. Y'all should know my social by now. Yeah. But if y'all don't, Queen Tay. On Twitter, Q V E E N T A A Y, because I feel like we haven't said our social since episode one. So, yeah. 